Praise the Lord and God bless you this evening and welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Oops, Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells, trying to get the volume right. All right, thank you and praise the Lord and God bless you once again and welcome to our Sunday evening service. And I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us and in the midst of us, regardless of all the stuff that's going on around us today in this world in which we live. So I'm just excited today about what God is doing. And I'm hoping and trusting God is doing something great for you each day. Because every day is a new day as we breathe and live for God to do something new in our lives. It's just a blessing. Amen. Amen. It's just a blessing to be in your right mind and be able to do things when some other people can't. So I'm, I'm excited about that today. Uh, just thinking on so many things happening in the world today. I'm just excited about what God is doing. Bow your head with me for a moment. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you in the behalf of those that listen to this broadcast, however, by YouTube, Twitter, um, radio, however you're listening uh, uh, to it. Uh, on the television, watch the television broadcast, however you may be receiving this broadcast today. I ask that God touch your life, bless your life, and encourage you to walk before him in another day. In Jesus' name, amen. It's just exciting to be saved. It's exciting to be able to move around on your own because some people can't. So listen, uh, today I, I, I want to talk to you about a, a topic that a lot of y'all know about. Um, uh, you know, one of the things that I've learned over the years is... Um, Praising God. So today I want to talk to you about you got to praise him. Now, I know a lot of people um, get excited when they go to church. Uh, um, they hear messages that they like and they jumping up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But beside that, they don't do nothing. Or they hear a gospel song that they like, and they're all excited about that gospel song. They're jumping up and down about that gospel song. But that's not what I'm talking about. Because that's uh, something from somebody else. That's a, a group of singers that made that song, a musician that made that, that uh, instrumental music. Or when you're in church, you hear uh, Pastor Sos or Prophet Sos or whatever you hear, you're all excited about what they say, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you got to praise him. Amen. I'm talking about you. Uh, put your name near Jill, Harry, Kimberly, uh, Bill, Bernard, Jason, whatever your name may be. You got to praise him. Get your Bible and go with me to John chapter 12. And verse 43, real quick, and let's take a look about what we're talking about today. Uh, chapter John chapter 12, verse 43 says, For they love the praises of men more than the praises of God. I'll read it again. For they love the praises of man for men more than they love the praises of God. And that's one of the biggest problems why you don't praise them. We like to be praised of man more than praised of God because man don't require how you live. Man will accept you any old way, but God will not. Did you hear what I just say? You got to praise God. You got to praise him. But man love praises of men 
more than the praises of God because man has always accepted garbage. That is true. If you go back in time and look about when Adam messed up, Adam went and hid. Did you hear that? Adam went and hid. He didn't want to praise God because he know he sinned. So the scripture shows us again, man loved the praises of man and the praises of God because God is not going to praise you in your sins. God ain't going to glorify you in your mess and in your sins. Man loved to be praised by other men. Oh, you did such a great job. He's such a great man. Oh, he's given much money. Oh, he's done this. They like that. made a pat him on the back. Make him feel good. Make him feel good. Make him feel good. But it don't last. You got to keep doing things. You got to keep keeping man happy. Man, uh, humans are funny. I always say this and it's true. Humans are funny creatures, beloved. <laughs> humans are funny creatures, beloved. I'll say it again. Humans are funny creatures. Why? I say they like the weather. They turn on you fast. Oh, uh, y'all ain't hear me? Do something that they don't like. They turn on you. You ever seen a dog turn on its master? That's how humans are. We turn on each other quick. We go by hearsay before we get the facts. That's us. We go by hearsay before we get facts. But the scripture here says man love praises of men and admiration more than praising and admiration from God. You got to praise God. Amen. I always tell people nobody. Listen to this. Nobody can take your place in praising God because he knows your voice. Did you hear what I say? God knows your hand clap. God knows your voice. Nobody can take your place. Oh, yeah, somebody could take your position in the church, but nobody could take your place before God. Isn't that something? Nobody can take your place before God. Amen. Let's move on. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 42. Isaiah chapter 42. Now let's hear what God has to say about praises. Isaiah chapter 42 and verse 8. And let's look at what it says. It says, it says, I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I will not give to another, neither my praise to given images. Graven images. I'll read it again. I am the Lord. That is my name. And my glory I will not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. Did you hear what I just read? The Lord said, that's my name. My name is the Lord. That's my name. My glory. See, now here's where to come in where people get messed up. God said, my glory, I will not give to nobody else. That's why you got to praise God for God. You got to praise him for who he is. You got to praise him for what he's done for you. 
Uh, y'all ain't hearing me this morning, this afternoon, or wherever you're getting this message. You got to praise God for who he is for you. For what God's done for you, he's not going to give his glory to nothing else, and he's sure ain't giving his glory to graven images. Well, 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 well. Did he say he didn't give his glory to graven images? Well, let's look at that. Let's look at what the scripture says about graven images here, what Jesus is talking about here. He says, I will not, my glory, I will not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. So why is it? Yeah, I go. I'm about to get in trouble now. I'm treading on bad ground because I'm about to tell you something. Why is it that people praise in statue? Why are they burning candles of Mary? Gabriel and everybody else. All right, let's look, let's look at the scripture again. He says, I am the Lord, verse 8 of Isaiah 42. That is my name, my glory. I will not give to another, neither my praise. The graven image. Why are you bowing down to these images? They can't talk. They can't quiet. They can't do nothing. He said, I am the Lord. There ain't none else. I am the savior of the world. And soon coming king. However, man desire praises of men more than praises of God. You got to praise him. You got to worship God. You got to adore God. You got to magnify God. You got to lift him up. Something you got to do. Something you must do. This scripture here exposes us. It says, neither my praise and graven images, yet we run around with big crosses around our neck. The preachers got them in their pocket, graven images. Jesus is not on no cross. He's not hanging on no tree. He rose on the third day, and he's sitting on the right hand of God the Father. Now, if that be true, then every man's a liar. Y'all can run around with the big change in your pocket. That's a graven image. Huh? Y'all bowing down to statues and churches and Catholic temples or wherever you're doing it. Catholic churches and temples and synagogues. Stop bowing down to those graven images. Stop playing, burning cans or them because the world got God said, I don't give my praise to nobody else. I don't give my glory to no graven images. Amen, he don't give his glory to nobody. He don't share. Here's the thing about God. God don't share his glory with nobody because he's God. Hmm? You got to praise God. Oh, my goodness. The scripture said God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, you find to me in the Bible where it says that you got to bow down to some graven image. You show me in the word of God where it said you got a made statue of Jesus hanging on a cross. And then it got the big heart with a heart open and all this other stuff. Show me that in the Bible. Then I'll stop. But until then, I know you can't find it. I've been through that Bible backwards, forwards, and sides. And it's not. There. God said, I don't give my praise to no graven images. 
And y'all running around talking about, oh, I'm going to pray to Mary. She's going to help me. Mary ain't helping you. She's not the savior. Oh, but she's Jesus' mother. She's God's mother. Where you get that? Where you get that? You want me to tell you what Jesus said? You really want me to tell you what he said? He, who's my mother? Who's my brother? Who's my sister? But he that heard that do the will of my father, which is in heaven. Oops. It's all in the word. I didn't write it. See, when you read your Bible, you'll find out what the words say. Amen. The scripture also says, as you see the light, walk therein. Let's move on. Let's go to Psalms 150. Psalms 150. And let's see what you got to talk about praise. Psalms 150. Coming up. It says in Psalms 150, verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the feminine of his power. It says, I'm going to read it again. It said, praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the feminine of his power. It said, praise God in the sanctuary. It didn't say nothing about bowing down to no statue. It didn't say nothing about burning candles to no statue. Ah, uh, you might as well tell the truth, yeah? You got to praise God. It said, praise him in the sanctuary. Praise him in the feminine of his power. Amen. You got to praise him. You got to lift up your hands. You got to worship God in his house. But I want to tell you something. <laughs> the Bible says we are where the temple of God lives. So we should be praising God everywhere we we shall praise God in our home. We shall praise God in our car. We shall praise God when we're in the shower. We shall praise God when we're in the street. We shall praise God when we're in the store. You don't have to act all unseemly. You can just worship God within yourself. As the scripture said, the kingdom of God is within you. You should be able to praise God within yourself. You should be able to worship God in the midst of everything going on. You shouldn't be feeling sorry for yourself because the Bible said the spirit of the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. So when we begin to praise and magnify God ourselves, you don't wait for no crowd to come around you. Don't wait for nobody to come around you. Don't wait for no group of people to come around you for you to praise God. Praise God. See, that the one thing about church praise. Let me tell you one of our biggest problems. Oh, we'll praise God. We'll worship God when people are around us because they can see us. They can see us clapping our hands and jumping up and down, speaking in tongues and carrying on. And, and oh, they can see us doing that. Oh, they can see us. But when you're all alone in the home, nobody can't see you. That's when you should be praising God most. Nobody can't see you. You can glorify God. You can magnify God for his goodness because you got to praise him because he woke you up this morning and he started you on your way. He broke the yokes and made you to move. He brought healing and deliverance to your life. He brought salvation to your life. He's making ways out of no way behind the scenes for you. He's bringing deliverance. He's going to bring you through. He's going to bring you over, but you got to praise him for you. You don't need no prophet to come around and prophesy that to you. You got to praise him. Oh, come on. You got to praise him. You got to magnify God. 
You got to lift up God. You got this something you got to do. We want God to do all this stuff, but we won't praise him. Did you hear what I just said? We got to praise God with everything we got. I want to tell you something. You may have spent 2020 and 2021 begging God for everything you could get from him. Oh, God, give me your mercies. Oh, God, have mercy on me. Oh, God, help me. Oh, God, oh, God. But you got to praise God. He said, stop begging me for stuff and start praising me. Ah, oh, people want God to do everything from, oh, God, do this. Oh, God, bless me with another job. Oh, God, I need a raise. Oh, God, how am I going to pay these bills? Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Lord, have mercy. Help me today. Meet my needs. And God said, would you praise me, please? Would you give me some glory? Will you magnify me for what I did for you already? I woke you up this morning. I started you on your way. I brought you to this day. You should be magnifying me and thanking me for that. But no, you keep on asking me for stuff. I ain't doing nothing. Because why? You lack the garment of praise before God. Did you know the scripture actually said that God inhabits the praises of his people? But yet we don't praise God. Matter of fact, we get on the phone to call somebody. Hey, Jim. And so on, blah, 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 blah. And blah, 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 blah. And blah, 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 blah. And we go and then now we do what we Zoom and whatever else we could do. And we blah, 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 blah. You only get 24 hours in a day. You done spent your whole day doing, Zooming, Googling, and whatever else you've done. And talking on the phone. But you ain't put no time in in worship before God. Amen. You didn't put no time in for worshiping God, but then you got the nerve to turn around. Oh God, give me this. Oh God, give me that. Oh God, do this. Oh God, do that. And you think you're doing something because you're asking God to do all that stuff. But the Bible said He inhabits the praise of His people. So where you at? You got the praise for who He is. I know this message ain't want to make you jump up and down and feel good and you running all over the place. Oh, am I getting blessed? You're going to get blessed when you praise God. Amen, when amen. you praise God from your heart, the blessings will come. Amen. You looking to man, not from whence your help coming. You looking for man. See, you got to praise God. You got to praise God in advance for his power to come down in the midst of you. You got to get God interested in what's going on in your life. You got to get his attention by praising him because God gets involved when you praise him. God gets involved when you start magnifying him, when you start lifting him up. He's alone with you always, even until the end of the world. I end of the world for you. God wants you to praise him in the midst of what's going on. 2020. Is almost 2021 is almost over. How much did you praise God this year? How much did you glorify God this year? How much did you magnify God for waking you up each and every day when somebody didn't wake up? Did you hear what I said? January 1, 2021, somebody didn't wake up, but God woke you up and brought you on to December 20, the December 5th. What is this, the 5th? December 5th, 2021. And somebody didn't wake up January 1st, 2021. You got to praise God. 
You got the magnify card. You got to adore God. There's something about when you begin to praise God. It's something about when you begin to adore God. It's something about when you begin to magnify and bless his name. You got to worship him in the beauty of holiness. You got to do it from your heart to when God steps in and starts moving in your behalf. You got to lift up the name of God. Oh, glory. You got to lift up the name of God. You got to bless him. I remember I did a revival many years ago. And in the revival, I'm praying for people. While I was walking up and down. Uh, I came to this young lady. And um, I went to pray for her and I withdrew my hand. I withdrew my hand from her. I was getting ready to lay hands on her and pray, with her, pray for her. But it came to me clear day that this young woman did not praise God. Now that's unusual. That never happened before. But this young woman won't praise God. It just came just clear as day. I told her, you need to, you know what your problem is, young woman? You need to praise God. Now, check this out. It was the pastor's daughter. It was the pastor's daughter. I didn't know at the time. That was a particular service. <laughs> I remember the service well because I also rebuked her mother and didn't know it was her mother and didn't know she was the pastor's wife because somebody invited me to preach. I'm only going to do what God tell me to do. Maybe if I knew who they were, I probably wouldn't have said it. I probably would have got scared himself. Self would have got scared and ran off the road. But see, when God's in charge, you're going to do what God said. Amen. And then I, I had to get on the mother about something because she said something that was not con con conflict connecting with the word of God. I said, that's not true. That's wrong. There's no such thing. And I had no idea what the pastor's wife. Later, they told me, he said, man, you really get yourself in trouble. <laughs> You done told the pastor's wife. I said, who was the pastor? She said, the one you just saw that. And that was her daughter. You just wanted to don't praise God. I said, oh, well. <clears throat> I know they won't be inviting me back. I told them the truth. But you got to praise God in the midst of what's going on in your life. Look at that scripture one more time. Psalm 150 and 1. It said, praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. You want to know something? You also are God's sanctuary because he lives in you. Did you hear me? <laughs> we are the vessels of God. We should be appraised before God. Our life shouldn't be shabby and wabby. We should, our lives, our communication, and our actions should be appraised before God. Where God is pleased with us. So he can inhabit our conversation. He can inhabit our praise that come out of our mouth. And the praise, you know what? I've told this story before. And it's true. When I was younger, I, um, I've been saying maybe one or two years, or three years maybe. And I was troubled. Because I heard uh, someone say, a uh, pastor say, that you should praise God all the time. So I was really thrown off because I'm trying to understand how you're going to praise God. Because, you know, to go to church, you copy your hand of worship and praise and scream and hallelujah, whatever. And some people running around or whatever. We all praising God or whatever. So I, wanted, I was very disturbed by that. 
I wanted to know how in the world we going to do this. I got to go to work. And back then, I was a bike messenger. And there was no way in the world I was going to be really waving my hand riding on a bike in Manhattan to get run over by a car. I wasn't riding my bike as a messenger running around saying, Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Either the white coach going to come and get me or somebody going to run my car, my, my bike over. Okay? And then I'm not going to be walking up and down to the customers uh, giving a delivery package saying, Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, thank you. That ain't going to happen. I'm going to get fired. I laid across my bed and I asked the Lord, how do we praise you 24 hours a day? I don't understand. I didn't. I was honest. And I learned something about when you're honest with God and truthful, God will move. And he'll do what he needs to do. The Lord spoke to me and said to me, Claire's day, you praise me by living right every day. Amen. Hallelujah. That blew me away. Did you hear what I said? It blew me away. Because I had already had my concept in my head that pastor me, we got to walk up and down praising God all day long. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But then I got confused and thrown off because how can we do this when we work, work all day? We got to work. I've seen, I have seen people walking up and down reading the Bible, walking up and I've been in unemployment one time and the guy was walking up and down reading the Bible, reading scripture, all going to hell because the Bible said this. It was kind of funny. He walking up and down. He thought he was helping people. He was making them out of work. He, well, he had his Bible was walking up and down like this. Oh, the Bible says you're going to hell because the scripture said. I'm like, oh my God, that guy scared everybody away. The greatest way you will ever be able to praise God is live before him every day. Live before Jesus Christ, the son of the living God every day. Accept Christ as your personal savior and allow him to live through you every day. Not to the best of your ability, but to allow God to live through you because our best of our ability could be nothing. Amen. Our best of our little ability could be shabby. So you got to let God live through you. I'm not, I'm telling you, a fact. I'm not telling you something. I heard somebody say, this is from the mouth of God. He said, we praise him the most when we live right every day. Not sometimes. So you got to praise him in your living. You got to praise him in your talking. You got to praise him when you're in bed. You got to magnify God in your doing. Go to bathroom, praise God. Oh, somebody said, what? Praise him. Amen. I pray for, I'm telling you that this is the truth. I prayed for somebody that could not move their bowels. They was very dis discomfort and pain. And they said, Pastor Wells, could you pray for me? I'm like, pray for you? you know I said, I'm saying to myself, pray for you for what? I was obedient, pray for that 20, I prayed for that man 20 minutes later. That man didn't have no problem. He said, go move his bowels on the bathroom. You got to praise God and trust him. You got to learn how to trust God. For yourself. You got to learn how to magnify God. I don't care how things look. I don't care how things sound. The doctor may say you're going to die, but you got to praise the God, the creator of the end of the earth who created you. That's right. You got to praise God over what the doctor say. There ain't nothing wrong with the doctor telling you because there's a big God to deliver. See, when you live right, you can really call on God. Amen. When you walk before God, you can call on him. You can call on you. You can magnify him because he knows your voice. 
You got to magnify God to the point where God says, Bernard is calling me, folks. I got to go. That's how you got to get. Put your name there. Jail, whatever your name is. You got to get yourself in a position where God, when God hears your voice of distress, he said, tell him, I got to go, angel. I got to go take care of Sarah. I got to go take care of Joe. They're in trouble right now. Mm -hmm. But because we like the praises of men, we don't worship God. Bow your head. Let me pray for those that are in the, watching the TV broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to touch every double soul watching this television broadcast right now. Break every yoke. Give them a spirit and garment of praise. Help them worship and bless your name. Oh, God, touch every little soul from the crown of their head to the soul of their feet. In Jesus' name. Listen, beloved, you can also go to the website, the Tabernacle, Tabernacle of Deliverance, INC.org, and you could visit our prayer request page, testimony page, and also you can become a partner. Until next time, those of us watch the broadcast. Matter of fact, you could also uh, visit us on YouTube under the Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated and get the rest of the message. Let's move on. But you got to praise God. You got to magnify. You got to lift him up. That's why God said in Psalm 51 and 1, praise ye the Lord. Praise him in the sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of the power. Praise him in the midst of him doing stuff for you. Praise him in the midst of him breaking yokes for you. You got to praise God. Go on those operating tables. Them doctors going to put you to sleep. And whatever they do, they do. You better praise God first. Did you hear me? You better praise God first. Let's move on. Let's go to Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18. And verse 43. Luke chapter 18, verse 43. Look at that verse. Talking about gratitude and worshiping God. Listen to this. And immediately he received his sight and followed him and followed him glorifying god and all the people when they saw it they gave praise unto god let me read it again <clears throat> uh, luke 18 and 43 says and immediately <clears throat> he received his sight and followed him glorifying god and all the people when they saw it they gave god praise the Lord healed this blind man. He did something different. The blind man just wasn't happy that he received his sight. He started following Jesus right off the bat. You see, the Bible said, as you see the light, walk therein. The blind man began to follow the Lord and he began to glorify God. Now in turn, as he began to glorify God, all the people saw it, they began to praise God. That's why you got to praise him. You got to be that light that's like nights of the people. You got to be that light. You can't fake this thing. I said you can't fake this thing, beloved. It got to be genuine. You got to magnify God for you. This man had received his sight. He'd been blind. Can you imagine that? He's a man that never seen. 
and the Lord heals and allow him to see. Instead of walking away, the man started following the Lord. And as he began to follow the Lord, he began praising God. He began to magnify God, allowing him to see. Now this man could work. Now this man could move around. Now this man could do stuff. He began to magnify and bless the name of God. He began to adore God. He began to worship God. He began to, oh my gosh. Now, because this man, things took place. The man received his sight is one thing. The man following Jesus was another. The third thing that took place, that man began to worship and bless God. The fourth thing took place, the people. Now, here's the thing about this. This is what I like about God. God knows the people know you. God knows your job know you. God knows your family know you. Your neighbors know you. They know you. And that was the man's case. The people knew him. They knew he was blind. Some people know you in sin. Some people know you're alcoholic. Some people know you're you're a liar. Some people know you're a thief. Blah, 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 blah. They know you that. And just like this man, Jesus came through and brought deliverance to you. And you begin to follow the Lord over the years. And you begin to walk with the Lord. And you begin to praise God. You begin to worship God and bless him for saving you and bless him for delivering. Now the people around you. The people around you are now being affected by the power of God of the light that you live. And the miracle that took place in your life is beginning to bring effect to people. And they begin to praise and bless God. They begin to worship God. They begin to magnify him for his greatness. They begin to magnify him for his goodness towards you. That's why you need to praise God. That's why you need to live right. That's why you need to obey God. That's why you need to walk before him. That's why you need to pray before God. So others can see it and glorify your father, which is in heaven. It's all connected. It is all connected. Did you hear what I said? It's all connected. We got to worship God. We got to worship God. You got to praise. I don't know why it's so hard, but some people don't understand it. You got to stop begging God and start praising him for what you need. If you praise God for what you need, maybe he'll give you some of them ones. Because you keep asking God for what you want, not what you need. You got to praise him. You got to praise God, beloved. Look at that story one more time. Look at that verse. And immediately he received his sight and followed him and glorified, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, they gave praise unto God. Immediately when Jesus prayed for him, he received his sight. Next, next week. That's what I like about God. He's an on-time God. He's a not late God. I said he's an on-time God. Always. On God. You know what? You know why some people don't receive their blessings and deliverance? They don't know how to wait on God. They don't know how to trust God. Amen. I'm serious. Some people die before their time. It's not always God's will that people die before their time. Some people don't trust God. Some people don't wait on him. Some people just throw their hands up in the air. I'm serious. I'm not making it up. You got to praise God, first of all, for him being God. 
You got to praise him because he had the control of life and death. Then you got to praise God for his mercies that he shows toward you that he doesn't have to. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me today. You got to praise God for the mercies that he shows toward you. When he don't have to, when you drive down that highway, God don't have to show you no mercy. You and I both know people die on the highway on the street every day. People go to work and catch heart attacks at 9 o'clock, 9, 10, 9, 15. They die right there on the job. Never make it back home. Get on the highway driving and die. Never make it back home. We got to worship God for his kindness. And it's wonderful works. The scripture says, oh, praise the Lord, the Lord, for his wonderful works to the children of men. We're the children of men. We shall worship God for his wonderful works to us. We don't always deserve everything God do for us. Oh, yeah, I hear me. We don't always deserve everything God do for us. He doesn't have to. Amen. But he does. We don't have to. He don't have to. Oh, yeah, it's true. You don't have to praise God. No, 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 no. It's true. You don't have to. You don't have to praise God if you don't want. See, the thing about God, you know what? You can add that to the list that I like about God. One of the things I like about God, we're not robots. It's like, well, I am robot. I am robot. I was joking around before I started service. I am robot. I am robot. My wife think I'm nuts anyway. I'm, I am robot. I am robot. God don't have no I am robot. You want to am robots? Watch the movie I Robots, my robots. I'm just being truthful. God don't have no robots. Get it out of your head. And get God in your heart and in your life. God wants us to be us. Amen. God wants us to be individuals. That's why God don't have no robots. It don't make no sense. Get it out of your head. Every day is going to be a bit of roses. I know preachers tell preachers, every day is getting better and better for me. That's not true. I can't find that in the Bible. Jesus was even tempted. The apostles went through things. Every day wasn't a preacher. It was not. Every day, I'm not going to lie to you, every day ain't going to be a bit of roses. It's not. That's not in the Bible. The Bible said we die daily. We renew daily. Amen. It's not the same every day. But we can remain saved every day. We can remain in God's will every day. And we can surely praise God to the best of our ability. Hands, no feet, whatever. We can praise God. We can worship him in the beauty of holiness. Amen, amen. amen. Let's move on. Let's go, to, let's go to Luke 17 and 15. Luke 17 and 15. Look at that verse. Look at that verse, beloved. And one of them, which saw that he was healed, turned back with a loud voice and glorified God. Look at that verse again. <clears throat> and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back with a loud voice and glorified God. This is about the 10 lepers, beloved. Did you hear me? That's about 10 people that got healed from leprosy together. They were all together and the Lord healed them together. Yes, Lord. 10 lepers. Ice water. 10 lepers. 
Back then, nobody wanted to be around nobody that had leprosy. Uh, what what they call them today? Um, bleaching? What they call them? They call them some name. I, I forgot what they call people that's like have like leprosy or dots and stuff. They call them bleach. I can't remember what they call them today. But that's what they were talking about back then. So back then, nobody wanted to be around them. Ah, I don't want to be around them. I don't want to be around them. So 10 of them got healed. Would you believe only one out of the 10 looked at his skin? and said, oh my God, I'm free from leprosy. The man turned around, the scripture says he turned around and glorified God. He turned around and gave God praise for delivering him, for healing him of leprosy. But the other nine could care less. You often wonder why God healed people, some people, and they don't even care. You know why? Because they feel it's God's responsibility to heal them but they won't live right. They won't glorify God. So when they stand before God, they got to give account for that. How are you going to stand before God and tell God, well, it was your job to heal me because you God. I know you're God. And God's going to say, why didn't you live for me? I didn't want to live for you. I just wanted you to heal me. Get what I can. Okay, now let me go on in eternal life. No. What do you mean no? You're God. I should be able to go in eternal life. Have you accepted my son as your personal savior? I ain't interested in that. I just want to be glory, going glory with you. He said, depart from me. I know you not. That's what he will say. But there's one man. Everybody's not going to praise God. Everybody's not going to worship God. Everybody's not going to do God. But this one man. He turned around and glorified God because he knew he was free and delivered. God made him free. He healed them. Oh, my God. You know what? The scripture said he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. God delivered that man from his destruction. He turned around and glorified God. You got to praise him. You ever watch people? They're blessed. Listen to this. They're blessed. They have the best homes, the best cars, the best job, the best bank account. They're blessed. They will not turn around and glorify God for that. They will not honor God. They will not bless God. But yet they're blessed financially more than you ever will be. It's a fact. You ever notice that? Or you would think wealthy people or rich people would be thankful for their wealth and billions that they have. They will not. Maybe one or two. Maybe one or two will. Out of the billionaires, maybe there's one or two billionaires that really praise God from his heart and live right. They live right. I don't know who they are. I'm just giving you an example. But the thing is, with all their wealth, with all their success, they don't praise God. That allowed them to live together because they could have died before they got it. Did you hear me? They could have died before they got it. Uh, the, the rapper that made the uh, song Get Rich, I always say Get Rich or Die Trying. That's how most folks are. They died trying to get rich. And they forgot to glorify God along the way. This verse here tells us something unique in verse 15. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back. He went back. 
And with a loud voice, they say, I got a loud voice. They say, I got a big mouth. Hallelujah! He started praising God. People noticed it. People started noticing praising God. People started noticing worshiping God. So, whoa, 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 wait, 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 whoa. Who's that? They say, that's John. John, that guy that had the leprosy. The Lord healed him when he was over there. What? And John is running up and down. I'm not talking about John the Baptist. He's running up and down praising God because God healed him. He's now free. God made him free. Well, the scripture said, whom the son made free is free indeed. That's what the scripture said. Whom the son made free is free indeed. So if God makes you free, beloved, you're free. Amen. Oh, y'all ain't listening to me today. The scripture says, whom the son make free is free indeed. Isn't that something? Whom the son of God make free? This man was made free, and he turned around and let the whole world that God made him free. He began to worship and bless God. He didn't stop to say, Joe, I bury the Lord made me free. The Lord made me free. No, no, no. He started worshiping God. You got to praise God. That man glorified God for what he did. Oh, come on. Come on. He glorified God for making him free. He glorified God for healing him. He didn't have to worry about being a leprous no more. He didn't have to worry about nobody looking down on him no more. He didn't have to worry about nobody kicking him to the side no more. It's something, it's something, it's something when God brings deliverance. It's something when God brings healing. It's something when, oh my gosh, we miss out because we don't praise him enough. Let's move on. Praising God is great. Praising God for goodness. Praising God for his majesty. All right, let's move on. Let's go to Psalms 147. Dropping all my tops today. I don't know what this is about. Dropping my tops. All right, let's go to Psalms 147. Psalms 147 and verse 1. Psalm 147 and verse 1. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Psalm 147 and 1 says, Praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God, for it is pleasant, and praise is comely. I'm going to read it again. It says, Praise ye the Lord. For it is good to sing praises unto God, God, for it is pleasant and praise is comely. Guess what? Every now and then I sing songs. I was going to sing a song again, but I can't get the right tune for what I wanted to sing. Everybody like, yay! He's not going to sing today, yay! I wasn't singing for you, I was singing for the Lord. <laughs> I wasn't singing for you. He said, he sounds like a frog. He sounds like a frog. We don't want to him. I can sound like a frog, but God likes it. <laughs> but the song says, uh, what is it? That's all. Okay, a little. Okay, let me give you a little of this song. I got it, just a little. <clears throat> Lord, you're my light. Lord, you're my joy. Lord, you're my salvation. 
whom shall I fear? I don't have to worry. I won't be afraid. For in the time of trouble, you shall hide me. Hide me. You shall hide me. Hide me. He shall hide me in his tabernacle. He shall set me upon a rock or stone. He shall hide me in his tabernacle. He shall set me upon a rock. I will sing praises. Praises unto you. I will sing praises. Praises unto you. That's Richard Swanwell's song. I like the song. <clears throat> okay, let's get back to the scripture for you. So I say, help, help, help me sing it. Okay. <laughs> I don't care if you don't like it. I'm still going to sing. Okay. Amen, amen. I'm about to glorify God because the scripture says here in verse 1 of Psalm 47, just where we all make a mistake. It amen. says, praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God, not to man. Amen. When do you know when choirs are singing and really singing praises unto God? And you should be rejoicing with them. So they say, I don't like the way she sings. I don't like the way he sings. Who cares? They're supposed to be singing unto God. Amen. We do it all wrong. It says, it is good to sing praises unto our God. For it is pleasant and praise is comely. We, we, we miss out. We miss out because we don't sing praises unto our God. We miss out because we don't glorify God. Amen. We miss out because we don't worship him. We spend our time worrying about what people are going to say. We spend our time worrying about what people going to do if they see us worshiping God. Worship him and call it a day. Bless the name of God. Sing the song while you're in your car. Magnify while you're in the shower, praising God. I never claim to be one that's uh, gifted to sing, but I like to sing when the Lord touched me. The Lord stir me up and bring a song to me. I want to sing. I don't care. I don't care if my wife don't like it. She ain't serving God for me. I'm serving God for me. She got to serve God for herself. Amen. I'm serving God for Bernard. I ain't serving God for nobody else. If you're serving God for your mama, your papa, your grandmama, you the idiot. Because that's not going to bring you eternal life. You yeah. serving God for you to obtain eternal life. Amen. Not for nobody else. I may sound like a frog to you when I sing. Too bad. Put corks in your ear. <laughs> I know I'm harsh. Well, don't complain then. Amen. I'm just a realistic guy. So the scripture says in Psalm 147 and 1 it says, Praise ye the Lord. For it is good to sing praises unto our God. For it is pleasant and praise is comely. Magnifying God for who he is and praise and worship. Blessing God for his great and his things that he done. Let's go to Psalms 150 real quick. Psalms 150, verse 6. Psalms 150, verse 6. Now listen to this. You don't believe me. When I say this, do we talk about all of us? It said, let everything that has, 
and everything that have breath, praise ye the Lord. He didn't say, let every choir member have breath, praise the Lord. He didn't say that. He didn't say every man that had breath, praise the Lord. He said everything that had breath, that includes the trees, that includes the ants, that includes the tigers, that includes the leopards, that includes the bears, everything that had breath, praise the Lord. You think I'm joking? I'm yeah. not. Amen. I'm not joking you. You need to get your act together and get inside God's word and go back in time and look in the book of Genesis. You're going to see that the animals was moving around. <clears throat> they wasn't doing killing and all that stuff until man messed up. That's when it all started. When man messed up, the animals messed up. The man messed up the animals. The Bible said everything. See, they got it all questions. They think they're just talking about us. No. No. He said everything. He didn't say every man, every woman, every boy, every girl. He said everything that had breath. And we all know for a fact that the trees breathe. Amen. Huh? You know, there's a scripture talking about how the rocks will cry out and praise God if we don't. Huh? He said every living thing that had breath. Praise ye the Lord. Why do you think those lions shut their mouth when Daniel was in the den? Yeah. The angel came down and stood there. And the lions had to bow and shut up. Why? Because everything had to have admiration and praise for God. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Understand the scriptures here. He said everything. Y'all, we may, let me go. Oh, well, let me let me just run all across this real quick. We mistreat animals, we mistreat nature, we mistreat trees, we mistreat society, we mistreat everything. But the Bible said everything that had breath let it praise the Lord. Whether you want to believe this or not, all you folks that abuse nature, when you stand before God. He's going to judge you for abusing nature. You think you're getting away. Say, I didn't kill nobody. I didn't rape nobody. But you sure destroyed nature. Amen. You sure killed those animals and bears and a uh, 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 tiger and leopards. The spot. And sometimes it wasn't even for spot. You just wanted to kill. Even hunters have rules. I ain't no dummy. You got to praise God for him being God to you. You got to praise God for his mercy. I, I don't know why this world is so backwards. They praise man before they praise God. Yet man die and God lives. <laughs> Amen. God lives forever and man dies. The scripture said, everything that had breath, praise ye the Lord. <clears throat> but no, we're going to praise man instead. Let's move on. We just about finished. Let's go to Psalm 57. 
Psalm 57 and verse 7. Listen to this. I hope the scripture's you. My heart is fixed, O oh God. My heart is fixed, and I will sing and give praise. I'll read it again. My heart is fixed, O oh God. My heart is fixed. I will sing praise. I will sing and give praise. My heart is right with God. I repented of my sin. My wrongdoing, my iniquity, my transgression. I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Now I will sing and give praise unto God. That's Amen. what we need to do. We need to sing praise. We need to sing and give praise. Not just sing any old song. Sing song glorifying God. Glorifying the things he have done for us. Because you know these gospel songs they have today, you really need to listen to the words of them. Because some of them have nothing to do with glorifying God at all. Amen. They have nothing to do with God at all. And they just, they just throw the word gospel on it. I'm serious. They have songs today that has nothing to do with God but throw gospel on it. This is a new gospel artist and they ain't singing nothing about God. God not even included in their daily life, much less they saw. But I will sing and I will sing praises unto God for what he done for me. So you got to get a song in your heart for you. I remember one day I was sitting in my car praying. I'm praising God and God, I, I got that. God gave me the song. I made it the song. I was going through something. God gave me a song, but I, I can't remember the song today. It was a couple of years ago. Yeah. But you got to get a song for you. When you go into the house of God or be amongst the people of God, you got to have confidence that you worship God for you. And if the Lord was to crack the sky, you will be ready to go home at that moment. Because everybody with you may not be in that position. You got to make sure you're right. You got to, that's why I'm saying, you got to praise God. You got to worship God, not just in church. Not just in your synagogue. Amen. Another country, some people have to hide to worship God. They got to go in the forest and places where nobody can find them. Or they'll be killed for amen, praising God. Amen. We in the free countries, we, we, we're so negligent of worshiping God and praising him for his greatness and blessing him for the great things that he does. But we want God to bless us, but we won't worship him. We won't honor God for being God. We do just the opposite. Amen. We don't honor God for being God. We do just the opposite. We do the opposite of worshiping God. But yet at the end of the day, we want God to bless us. We want God to protect us. We want God to keep us. We want God to guide us. We want God to do all these things. Well, what are you doing for God? What do you ask you to praise him and live right? Amen. All God asks us to do is praise him and live right. That's all he asks. Look at that verse again. <clears throat> My heart is fixed. Psalm 57 and 7. My heart is fixed. That's the question. Is your heart really fixed with God? Is your heart really right with God, beloved? Is your heart really right with God? Oh, God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Let's move on. Let's go to Psalm 50. And 23. 
Look at that verse. Look at this verse. Psalm 50 and 23 say, Whoso offer praise, glorify me, and to him that order his conversation aright, I will show him the salvation of God. I'm going to read it again. Whoso offers praise, glorify me, glorify me, and to him that order his conversation aright, I will show the salvation of God. This is what God wants to do. Amen. It says, whoso, now, he's not talking about a church. He's talking about an individual. Whoso, that's what it says. And look at that verse. Look at that verse. Whoso offereth praise, glorify me. That's what God's telling you. You offer praise, you glorify him. And to him that order of his conversation are right. You ain't telling no dirty jokes. You're not cussing and swearing and carrying on. But you got the right spirit in you. When you got that cussing demon in you, you need to get delivered. You need to get me delivered. Yeah. I ain't joking you. You need to be delivered. You can't have salt and bitter water at the same time. You can't have salt water and sugar water at the same time. It's not going to work. They don't make the same thing. So whoso offered praise glorified me and to him that ordered his conversation to write, this is what he said he'll do. He'll show you. His salvation now. Amen. The scripture also says, listen to this. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. God wants to do these things. God wants to give us long life, healthy long life, and show you his salvation. But we got to praise him. We got to praise God. Amen. We got to worship God. Yes, yes. We got to adore God. We got to magnify him. Amen. Just the way I like to drink that Spolin Spring water is nice and cold. Going down, it feels good. That's how God looks at our praise. It's comely and nice coming to him. When we praise God with our mouth, we praise God with our living daily. God is magnified. He's happy when we praise him. And the devil's upset because we're praising God. We ain't paying him no mind. We're lifting up the name of God. I'm going to tell you something. When a person spends their time praising and worship God, they ain't got no time to feel sorry for themselves. I said, when you spend the time worshiping and blessing God, you ain't got time to pay the devil no mind. You ain't got time to feel sorry for yourself. When you're praising and blessing God, you ain't got time to live no defeated life because you're in praise before God. Amen. When you're before God and praise and worship, God's gonna move. The angel's gonna move. God can't do nothing for you if you don't praise him. He don't know you. He don't know your voice. Y'all must think I'm joking, y'all. I'm not. You got to praise and bless God and ask God to teach you how to praise and worship him and the beauty of holiness. Don't base your praise up for nobody else. You live right for God and let your life become a praise before God. Not to the best of your ability like preachers teach you. You live for God to the best of your ability. Don't do that. Ask God to show you how to live right according to his word. Because the reason why I say that is because I know we as humans are jive turkeys. We're jive turkeys. 
we gonna fix some things and don't fix the other thing. No. So therefore, ask God to teach you how to live it according to his word every day. I'm serious. Ask God to teach you how to live holy. Ask God to teach you how to live holy. Ask God to teach you how to live right. Ask God to teach you how to live righteously. Ask God how to order your conversation right. Ask God how to bless him in your giving, in your living, in your sleeping. That way you won't be sleeping around with no woman or man that's not your husband or wife. Y'all don't want me to get on your fornicators now, do you? Fornication is sex before marriage. I know it's popular, right? Everybody's sleeping around. They're doing what they call a famous hookups. Y'all doing the famous hookups with no strings attached. You're going to go to no strings attack and hook up the hell. Keep it up. Y'all that fornicating having sex before marriage. So don't tell me how to live. I'm a grown man or woman. I don't care. The Bible destroys Sodom and Gomorrah mainly for fornication. I know preachers running around saying it was because of homosexuality. That's not what the scripture says. They were doing fornication and committed a strange sex acts With animals and all kind of crazy stuff. Fornication is always on top. So keep on fornicating. The Bible tells us in Revelation 21 and 8. And all fornicated, all lies, all adulterers, they're going to the lake of fire. If you never heard of the lake of fire, read Revelation 21 and 8. But we got to praise God righteously. As in the beginning of this message, I told you the Lord spoke to me and told me the best way to praise him is to live right every day. And that's what you need to do. You need to ask God to teach you to live according to his word. Not somebody else's, not the preacher's word, his word. Because preachers say a lot of things, and everything that come out of a preacher's mouth is not from God. I'm just honest. We should be the the articles of God should that come out of our mouth should be from God, but all preachers don't live before God. I'm gonna make you think about them. Today is December fifth. 2021. He's probably spent the whole year begging God for stuff or asking for to do this, do that. But how much time in 2021 have you praised? How much have you thanked him for the things that he done for you? How much had you blessed his name for making ways out of no ways for you? How much have you adored him for his kindness? How much have you thanked him and blessed him for the travel of mercies on the highway when there could have been accidents that you could have been in? in how many times have you thanked the Lord for the greatness allow you to have your job? How many of y'all that don't have jobs? How have you thank God for allowing you to have food and shelter over you? I mean, we drive turkeys as humans. We drive turkeys. We only like to praise God when we get what we want. Oh, I got the job. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So praise God before you got the job. You got to praise God. You got to worship God. You got to adore God. You got to do this. It's not a popular message. It's not one of those messages right now. I don't have a whole lot of people. They probably jumping up and down and talking about the praise God, but they really need to praise God for themselves. You need to praise God on a personal level. Your relationship with God should be personal. 
wherein you glorify God in your living. Some of you listen to this broadcast wherever you may be. You got to learn to magnify God for his greatness towards you individually. If there's anybody here that, that's listening to this broadcast or watching, don't know the Lord as your personal Savior, it's a great opportunity for you to give your life to the Lord and for you to praise him. Bow your heads with me and repeat after a simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sin. I ask you to come into my life, my heart, and save me. Become my Lord and my personal Savior. Save me right now. I need to be baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. Fill me with your power and your love. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now listen. You can visit our website, www.tabernacledeliveranceinc.org. You can leave a prayer request, a testimony. You can become a partner if you deny it. And really, we do need some financial support. We do need to help if you can. And we also need your prayers of support. This year is almost over. There's a couple of more messages for the year. I want to tell you something. If you don't praise God, you're going you're gonna to sell yourself short. You're going to sell yourself short, and you're going to miss many blessings from God. We None of us know what 2022 is going to bring in. We don't know at this moment. But I know one thing, if you put God first and you magnify him, he'll be there for you in the midst of whatever's going on every step of the way. We have to trust God, magnify him for that. And then two, uh, uh, next Sunday, you got to praise him every day. If you come out to our Bible study or watch the Bible study on Wednesday night, we'll see you then. But if not on Sunday, I'll see you at 515. And I'm going to tell you, you better praise God because he's going to remember this day and I told you that you need to praise him, and you did. God bless you.